Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick Flanagan. You are welcome to enjoy what I'm doing. You are welcome to live in the land of Nod with me as I nod off, enter the realm of sleep. People say, Nick, why are you recording at such a late time? And I say, you know what, because I got personality. Personality, do da dee da. Personality. This is the only podcast hosted by a guy who gets along with his mom. Most of these podcasts, you can tell that people hosting it have been deeply traumatized by their parents. Me? Oh, nothing weird. No, no, no. All very normal. 39, living at home. It's fine. Things were kind of funny lately. Besides the Raptors winning and I having... I had to wade through that parade without knowing it. Uh, without knowing I was going to be wading through the big Raptors victory parade. Because I had to go to an audition. You know, because that's just the life I lead. Do I go to the parade? No. I go to the audition. And next thing you know, I'm in this sea of like 3,000 people in a small intersection holding a hot cup of coffee, wading through like a superhero. Didn't spill the coffee on anybody. But I did manage to do this like very uh, <laughs> obscure reference to the Eminem anti-Trump freestyle as I was holding the coffee near the end of when I was getting through the crowd. I was like... Got a, got a cup of hot coffee, gonna pour it on Trump. And every, I said that out loud, walking through this crowd. I thought I heard somebody laugh, but I always think I hear somebody laugh. You know what I mean? That's how I get through life. Laugh, live, love, laugh. You can check out more of Nick Flanagan Weekly at uh, subcloud.com slash Nick Flanagan Weekly. And, uh... Boy, do I appreciate your support. You're still listening. We're all having fun. I'm li- I'm living in a... What am I grateful for? Gotta give that gratitude list. I'm grateful for sleep. But getting decent sleeps. Today, after this, I'm gonna sleep. And I'm gonna sleep in so that I get seven and a half to eight hours sleep. Because that is important. And... Uh, if you aren't getting that much sleep and you don't have a kid, why? Do you think your workaholism about your passion is worth not being rested? What are you, Van Gogh? You know what that guy did? He cut his ear off. That's what's gonna happen. You gotta rest. You gotta rest. So thank you, sleep. We all need sleep. Don't let your sleep get away from you because we need it. And uh, that's when we dream and that's when we process things. My mother, God bless her soul, not rest it because she's awake. Right now she's resting. So she is uh, sleeping, but right now God rest her soul. But then when she wakes up, God wake her soul. Anyway, my mother, Eleanor, uh, 
She had a dream about she had a dream about my dad, who is gone away to the afterworld. And uh, I'm I think that these kinds of dreams help us process and, and dreaming is um it's really incredible if you think about it. I mean, I, I know people have anxiety dreams, and, and that sounds horrible. And not every dream I have is good. God, my mic's dusty. Um, but... I... I love that we dream, and ever since I had someone posit that, that our dreams are what allow us to process the daily traumas. And when I say traumas, I don't mean capital T traumas. I mean, I mean getting in a fight with the milkman. I mean, arguing with your spousal unit, your kid telling you to go to hell, the boss throwing your favorite donut in the garbage before you can eat it. It's in the break room and he says, who leaves the donuts at 5 p.m. just to rot and the flies to eat? And he throws them in and you say, no, I eat the donut before I take the train home, and now the donut's in the garbage. Boss, I hate you. Those kinds of traumas, and also the big ones. Genocide. We process these things in our dreams. So it's important to dream, and it's important to sleep. I'm so grateful for the sleep that lets us process genocide. Okay. Grateful for a little place called Ontario Place. Ontario Place. Have you been to Ontario Place? I grew up a young laddie being taken on school trips to this adventurous area at the bottom of town known as Ontario Place. It looked futuristic in the 1980s. There was a large ball that had a movie theater in it. Uh, all of this sort of weird white kind of futuristic architecture. There was one ride and it was a historical ride called the Wilderness Adventure Ride. And it was, you'd go through and learn about pioneer times, likely through the eyes of the colonizer. <laughs> I don't think there was anything in the Wilderness Adventure Ride in the 1980s that acknowledged whose land it was. But I suppose if they revive it, that will happen. Who knows? I was very excited at the Museum of Natural History uh, that there were older dioramas in there that they actually updated to say that they were incorrect. And uh, there were a lot of Native American things like that. But Ontario Place has this thing. You go through this wilderness uh, adventure thing, look at the pioneers, and there's a, then there's a log flume, and you fall down it. And that's the end of the ride. That was the one ride. And there was something where you could do remote control boats and like race boats with each other and kiosks that sold uh, soda and ice cream. And now, here's the beauty of it. It's, it's been closed. That theme park has not been open for years. But they opened the abandoned theme park to the public. So it is just a public park now with this architecture. And they still show movies at the movie ball, known as the Cinesphere. So it is this incredible space at the bottom of the city. And moving back, it has been one of the true 
heartwarming, rib-tickling, savory joys of being back in town because I'm starting to realize I have been pursuing leisure so much that people don't always know I'm back. Like, I'm not going to that many bars to sit down and have a cup of, uh, what would you, whiskey or gin. I'm not even, I'm doing stand-up at, like, this one kind of coffee house acoustic music bar. And then these sort of pot-smoking venues. People are like, oh, you're back. So are you back and forth a little bit? I'm like, well, mood-wise, I'm back and forth. But mostly I'm just at my mom's house. Or a nice person's house. So Ontario Place is beautiful. It winds into this uh, trail. The waterfront of Toronto should be great, but it is always threatened. And uh, people are talking about the, the uh, province of Ontario uh, trying to sell off Ontario Place. But I say leave it as a public park as is. Do some upkeep. There's a petitions and such online. If you're in Toronto, I, I just really recommend you investigate this because if we lose Ontario Place, where will Ontario where will Ontario go? It will no longer have a place. Think about it. Don't think about it. I am also grateful for plants. Today, I and a very nice person filled up the garden uh, at my mom's house where is also my house, with uh, plants, flowers. I'm getting some herbs on Sunday. Catnip, chives. These are what God's life. Within, what do you call it? Tree, the tr with, within the trunk of a tree is the story of the creation of life. An entire world exists within a, a tree. And plants are just trees' little cousins. So, thank you, plants. And right now it's the summer here, and oh, our backyard's gonna look very lovely. There's a bench, and there's pots of plants everywhere. And I'm gonna sit in the shade drinking lemonade, thinking of my next move. And that's what, I, and I'm. I'll tell you what I'm not grateful for. I don't always do an ungratitude list, but today I will. Not grateful for taxes. I mean, I'm grateful for taxes and the perks they provide. But there's so many. Don't you wish that that thing where they make you pay tax on stuff when you buy it was the only element of paying taxes? So at the end of the year, they were like, "Well, you paid your taxes when you bought the thing." So obviously, uh, there are no more taxes to pay. You know? That's all it should be. And you should, when you buy the thing, it, the tax you pay should be based on how much money you made that year. So like if you buy a donut but you're a millionaire, the tax would be like $100. That's how they should do it. Don't at me. Don't send me any emails at weeklypodcast at gmail.com disputing my tax program if I am elected president minister of Canada archdiocese of Canada this is what I will do first thing is the new tax rule no tax at the end of the year everybody 
discloses their income to the store they're buying it from and then are taxed based on their income. So you, I think we all understand that. And then the other thing I'm going to do if I'm elected the King of Canada will be um, I will build a wall, but it will just be in my house. Just an extra wall in my own house. That's the only wall. Um, and and another thing I'm going to do if I'm elected the pre the Prezi of Canada is I'm going to make pot death penalty for smoking weed. But I will also outlaw the death penalty, so there is no punishment for smoking weed, because the death penalty would be the punishment, but that's illegal. So no pun. That's that would be one of my things if I was elected. Also, every April Fool's Day, you have to wear one of those noses that's like an elephant trunk on your face and get down in all fours and chase each other until the first person to get so tired that they can't move will be um, eaten by the rest of the village. And that is my platform. I will be running. So remind me what the registration date is by emailing me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Well, <laughs> I'm also super annoyed at this political video uh, where they sort of used the term ADHD very pejoratively. It drove me nuts. So I'm going to go on my YouTube. I'm going to put something on that. Hopefully tomorrow, Friday, I will have time to do that. Or today, the podcast you're hearing is on Friday, so it'll be later today. YouTube.com slash hilarification is uh, where you can see that. Um, I don't know if I'll live stream it or just make it and post it. Anyway, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I hope you enjoyed this tired, sleepy, last-minute podcast. Um, yeah. Code ko-fi.com slash nickflanagan. Patreon.com. Nickflanagan. I put some new pictures up there. Uh, pictures taken by Brittany Lucas. If you check out her Instagram slash Brittany and Lucas, you will see some really great photography. And I hope that you consider hiring her for your photographic needs. The logo for the podcast is made by Peter Kaliniak. You can check out more of his work at familyofspirits.com and Andy Lloyd did the production. Actually, Andy Lloyd didn't do the production of this. He produces most of the interview episodes, but someday I'll hand him these ones and he'll have to stitch them together. So shout out to Andy Lloyd. All right. You're all very good. Be sure to listen to Never Say Goodbye by Rocky Erickson. You will thank me. I'm going to post a link to it in the episode description. All right. Bye. again. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan Weekly.